and welcome to the South Road Boys. Hey, mate. Short, sharp, you know it? Bang. That's what she said. <laughs> Charlie, you sex tape. <laughs> Short, Short, sharp, you it. This is pretty much the Australian sex life of most Australian men. Is it now? Apparently. According to whom? Oh, stats. <laughs> What's stats? I what? read them somewhere. Do you now? Yeah. Just saw stats. Everyone sees stats everywhere. I'm the stat man, D. <laughs> It's, it's a world of stats. Yeah, there you go. Grab the stats. Make them into what you want to make them. Mm. You know, those stats said that the Australian male maybe isn't the most intense lover. Out of intense all the populace or... of male populations in the world. Really-o. 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 Okay, something you really-o, kind of really-o. pop culture European. <laughs> exactly. What's going on with that? Oh. Yeah. But oh, hang on. Know. is it? That's only... You'd imagine that there'd be a very small... Outside Australian population of voters, though, who'd be able to talk about the male Aussie male bedroom prowess. I know, I'm not saying that the the people outside of Australia voted. Oh, okay. I thought everyone. Men. All right, we need to have a okay. vote. <laughs> Who's the worst route? Aussie, ref- Aussie, Aussie. <laughs> We're going to do a referendum. Yes. <laughs> no, it's a case. You know, you have a scale, mm. up and down scale. No pun intended. Mm. Slash pun intended. Mm. Of all the countries in the world. Yes. And then you gauge them, of course, on the stats. Based on what? Stats. I understand you're saying stats, but because you say the word stats doesn't make it any more explainable. It does. It makes me pretty smart. Okay. Because I'm applying stats. Uh, uh, mm. Yep. And But but, where are the stats coming from? The people that create the stats. Okay. The statisticians. Those guys. Okay. And girls. Don't want to be sexist. No. Anyone can handle numbers. True. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the ones and twos. Mm-hmm. Um, so, once again, though, it seems like there's a rating or a ranking system. So, were the Aussie males given a scorecard out of, you know, one to ten or? It's a little bit like look, in the old days, mm. going back a, a few decades, mm. not too far back. Okay. And not like back to our grandparents when they were kids. No. I'm talking back when our parents were up and comers. Yes. You know, when you go to the Olympics or watch the Olympics yes. and they do a score, they'd hold up a card. <laughs> and there was normally three judges. Okay. When we, just before you go, <laughs> yeah. do you think, oh, Troy, <laughs> Merle and Ivan on their marital bed had three Russian judges, or sorry, a Canadian, a Russian, and an American so, yeah, judge. Yeah, kind of the same country. No, but had three judges minimum. Holding up cards at the end of it? Yeah, it's a little bit like, um, you know, when they do, uh, say, television ratings. Yes. They'll ring someone up and say, excuse me, sir, um, can I just ask what television show or television station you watch regularly? Do you think that they actually make a phone call? So what they would basically do is they would um, they would ring it in. They would ring up. Right. And who? then you get the the stat people. Right, who are in yeah. the room with Mel and Ivan on and their so no, 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 but they'd ring up and say, mm. you know, What's your love making prowess like? And Ivan, of course, would have gone. Ten. You know what? Not bad. Not bad. I go Not all bad. right. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> don't, you, you don't have to be concerned with me. Check out my mind, young gentleman. I plant a crop. Yeah. So they've said, okay, we're going to come in. We're going to gauge you guys, <laughs> well, and you will be the study for Australia. Right. So the three judges have come in. What do we have? Canadian, Russian. Sounds like a joke. You've always got to have a Russian judge, yeah, and we'd have an American, probably. Probably. Yeah, throw an American. In. Well, no. If you're going for love, you'd probably go the French. True. <laughs> so we've got a judge from France. Yes. One from Russia. Yes. And one from Canada. Yes. Right. They've jumped on Anset. <laughs> 
<laughs> on an ANSEP. TAA. A TAA plane, yeah. Yeah, they probably couldn't afford ANSEP. No, who could? So jumped on a TAA plane. Yes. Got a connecting flight. Seven connections. <laughs> Seven connections. They finally got to Tasmania. They went to Tasmania with a Z first. Realise they're in Africa. That's only it's Tasmania, whatever the fuck it is. Like, what the hell is going on here? Yep. They finally come back. They found a little island. Mm-hmm. All that on their map just said the Apple Isle. They didn't even <laughs> see Tasmania. No, but mind you, if you're talking sex, map of Tassie is pretty important. True. Mm. There you go. So they finally come over. Mm. Uh, they find uh, Launceston. Yes. Because we're only penguin at that stage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they they thought it was Inceston. Yeah. No, um, we're not related. <laughs> they've gone and knocked on the door. Mum's open and gone, oh, Ivan, what's this? <laughs> and uh, there's three little guys there. Three little guys? Yeah. Russian guys little. <laughs> little Canadian fella. guys little with a, a big hat yeah. and a mowie. And the guy <laughs> from Doesn't France. do right. Is, <laughs> just wearing a beret <laughs> holding a, a baguette. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Sacre bleu. <laughs> this is all the stereotype. <laughs> we are here for the jugs. <laughs> so they've, they've come in, no pun intended, slash pun intended. Mm. <laughs> I said, okay, you guys need to, now you've got a, a window of opportunity. Mm. You've got a time frame. Oh, timed. Yep. We're going to give you 30 minutes and we're going to judge you what on you that 30 What are you going to do the minute. other 28 minutes? <laughs> we're going to judge you on that 30 minute time frame. Ivan, of course, has gone. Like, this is going to be awesome. I am in. Yep. Wait till I tell all the mates at Telecom about this. Telecom. That's going to be books as hooks. I'm, I'm going to call an STD. Oh, mate, when I go down the TAB, <laughs> yeah. tell the boys. Yes. Unbelievable. I'm going to go to the pub. Yep. Have a, uh, a seven ounce beer for 35 cents. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's got, and, and a packet of 20 yep. cent weird I'm going to explain to them the night that I made love to your mother. This is down the track. Yes. When there was a Russian, a Canadian, <laughs> and a, a French guy. They are, so they, with they, scorecards. They go to the bedroom. Yes. They come in, but they've got a briefcase each. Okay. They've got scorecards in there. Of course. You've got to bring and, and BYO just, scorecards. They're not just paper. They're like a hard cardboard. If not a tile, I wouldn't be surprised if the French had a tile. Not even, a, oh, probably. Something that's really solid. Oh, and mosaic, even. Oh, mosaic. Oh, that'd be sexy, wouldn't it? So if, you, if you're colorblind, you can't really work out what it is. But yeah, anyway. Guarantee that the Russian cards would be, numbers would be red. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Printed on old vodka bottles. <laughs> uh, Canadian cards, all their numbers are actually done in leaves. <laughs> eh? <laughs> So that's all good. So they go to the bedroom. Yep. They stand at the end of the bed head. Or the, it's not the bed head. The bed head's the, the foot. Top. The foot of the bed. Oh, yes. yes. Maybe. The, the maybe head of the foot of the bed. Maybe. I think back in the day it was mandatory. They, well, Merle would have had a glory box. No pun intended. Pun intended. But, you know, where she kept all the things for when she was getting married, that's what. Glory the, box was a thing back then. Yeah. And yeah. it was generally a glory chest or a box or whatever. Yeah. That'd be at the end of the bed. Very possible. Yeah, why not? Yeah, so yeah, so that'd seating be, for the that'd audience. Be, they'd be they'd shift that back. Yeah, that sit yeah. down. Um, not all of them. One would stand. Maybe they'd even take the turns standing. Well, you'd probably put one at the end of the bed, two on either side. There you go. Get all the angles. Yeah, you want to see where the moves come from. <laughs> make sure they're actually executed correctly and convene with international move standards. Oh, because yeah, you exactly don't want right. any. You know, well, you're scoring against a, a regulated amount of movement. Yes. And strength and dexterity. Yeah. But I'm surprised it's timed because I would have thought you could have got extra points for going longer. No, I think it's a matter of... I mean, it's no or different is there to, t- Or are there different events? But if you like go- you've got a sprint and you've got a marathon. <laughs> but if you go to, say, an aerobics, uh, what would you call it, routine, mm. that is set in a time period. You can't just go as long as you want. True. 
But surely, surely you, well, maybe it's different events. That's maybe possible. you've got maybe you've got an event for I style. Wasn't mayor. No, well, yeah. you're about to be. <laughs> <laughs> you're almost there. <laughs> but maybe you've got an event for style. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you've got an, another event for endurance. True. And yeah. then you must get in the style ones. You must get extra points for creativity. Oh, fantastic! I mean, Dad, no, there's no doubt he had one of those ribbons that he twirled <laughs> in the middle of it. You know, <laughs> just make that a little bit of a pattern. Dun yeah. dun da da. <laughs> Does it the reverse cowgirl backflip? Wow! It comes down right on the glory box. <laughs> do you think they have pun the judges intended, no exactly? Do you think the judges have like a copy of the Kama Sutra and they're just ticking it off? Like you get yeah, certain points. Like, then you're because- really only gauging it on one country's version of sex, so aren't you really? Okay, but let's just say, for example, you've got to be able to hit. Like even in even in world class gymnastics, if you go back to the nineteen eighty three Munich Games, Nadia Comaneci, right? I know. I tell you what, <laughs> our internal memory history of the Olympics, phenomenal, insane in the membrane. Initially, before we did the South Road Boys, we we're going to call ourselves Olympic Specialist Podcast. <laughs> Except, do you know that the the the, the, the here is a stupid thing. Another I also one? remember from nineteen eighty. The uh, mascot was a bear called Mishka. I should remember the name Mishka. There you go. Yeah. So fucking. There you go. But one would imagine that's now, about the same time as Kimber the White Lion was on TV. That wouldn't surprise me. But uh, like, so you would imagine that Nadia Comaneci, before she goes out and performs her floor routine to get the perfect ten, there are certain things that she must do. So you must do a tumble turn. You must do a three and a half pike backflip. Yeah. But then you've also got the additional there's, moves. There's that certain you can pillars do. that you need to tick exactly. in that performance. So I'm assuming that Merle and Ivan are under the same boat. Oh, no doubt. For the creativity and artistic merit portion of the judging. Imagine how this that, is not that this textbook is not the would be that they've got that shows all the manoeuvres and all the rest. Well, that's they have to refer back to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, was that really? You know, yep. and then we <laughs> the, go the, the, the then we go to man on the left, man on the right. We kind of get the angles right. We look at the diagrams. Yep, we can tick that one off. Yeah, exactly. Can well you hold for a second? It. Yep, yep. No, you are going to need to move your right foot three inches to the left. Yeah, perfect. Great. And you do also need to. And this is this is before the days where you get adventurous. Mm. You do need to stay within the confines of the bed. Oh, no, right. it's yep. stepping off the bed. It's not. It's like stepping outside the the routine. Oh, you got to stay on the mat. On the bed. Yeah, on the mat. Yeah. Well, it's not a mat. It's a mattress. It, well, that's probably where it's the expression came mat. from. Mm. Like the Olympics probably got it. You got to stay on the mat. Tris. Tris. Yeah, that actually makes sense. Um, mm. And do you think that? So obviously, when you went to Sexpo just recently, and you saw the wrought iron bed with different shackle points and, yeah, and, the, and the cage and the cage, the and all, that would be contraband. That wouldn't be standard issue, would it? No, no, you wouldn't be able to use that. Are you allowed to go the standard? Fork? That's like anabolics. You know, you can't throw steroids in the mix. Oh, that's underground. That'd be be the Lance Armstrong of Bed Olympics. Or it's just the non-sanctioned by the the International Sex Olympic Committee. True. The ISO. They they do still compete using those tools. Right. But that's found in video files on the really, 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 really dark web. No, do you know what it is? I know when they use those. So you know in ice skating where they've got 
like Joan Torval and Christopher Dean, right? They came out and they won. Once again, once 80s. again, fucking eighties. Eighties might have been seventies. No, eighties. They right. came out. I think they scored a perfect ten and they won gold, gold, gold. And but once the 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 standard uh, event has finished, so you've got your pairs and you've got your individuals and stuff like that. I just have a bit of a tear it up sort of style with the skating freestyle. and all that kind of freestyle, mm. where there's no real judging. Freestyling, <laughs> go freestyling, uh, and they just go for it. You know, they put on a bit of Rod Stewart, Maggie May, and really carve it up to the hard rock. <laughs> yeah, because that'll work. <laughs> now, how much thought do you reckon? What? Uh, here is the big question. I'm so surprised being, we got into this because I think this is nearly a series of podcasts. I'm, I don't know if we'll fit it all in. We pro- <laughs> that's what she said. Totally a sex tape. The only reason I'm saying this is that it watched on Brooklyn Nine-Nine beforehand. That's <laughs> a regular line in It really show. is, and it's, it's a, a great, great line. line. Yep. Do you think there are a list of approved uh, soundtracks that you're able to play during your Leslie Aison's oh, Dangerous? I Oh, you know, for a fact. The reason why I know that is that I still have that record in my collection. (laughs) Do you now? What was it? It's a single. Yes. The band is Survivor. (laughs) And the song is Eye of the Tiger. No. (laughs) That that was Ivan's go-to mix. Like a tiger. Like a tiger. (laughs) And you you know what happens when it comes out with, rising up. It just really sets the tone. And you can you can also it sets see the Dan. beat. He jumps up on the bed. He stand up. Mum's lying on the bed. He <laughs> yes. jumps up. Legs are gimbo. And, he, and he's just looking side to side with a dun 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 dun, just flicking the head back and forth. And but I reckon that's that's rips a- the pajama top off. <laughs> <laughs> well, not too much because you don't want to tear the buttons <laughs> off the flannelette. But I reckon that start of Survivor, Eye of the Tiger, is a really great way to to set the rhythm. To set the cadence of what's about to happen. I guess you beating know, the bump, drum. Beating bump, the bump, drum. Bump, 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 Great. Like, that's, that's it's on. actually the rhythm I choose. Yeah. There, it's a very good chance that, and look, I don't know if there was, because I wasn't there. But yeah. But there's a good chance with the ingenious brain of Ivan Barnes. It mm-hmm. might have been a bit of a light show. Woo-hoo-hoo! A bit of a, a mirror ball, maybe. A bit of flash and strobe action. Oh, hello. Mm. Getting adventurous. I wish Mel's trying to get the glasses on. Not doesn't I can't see anything. Like, so like, why are you waving your head around, Ivan? What's going on, Ivan? Ivan, I'm put the mirror ball away. There's men still in the room, Ivan. What are they doing here? You said that men from Telecom because mate's having a beer. Why have they got scorecards? That's I can see it happening. Yeah. So but once again, so you've got the International Sex Olympics Committee. They've come yeah. down. They've they've you've got your eye of the tiger fired up. You, you've got your copy of the Kama Sutra and other required sex positions yep. and authorised sex positions because you don't want to be doing something that's outside the norm. Or oh, no. You don't want to be doing- Because you can what, get points for something that's ingenious and a little bit out there, but you don't want to go too far out there. Yeah, you don't want to be doing the Aubergine Stinking Cowboy no when it's not part of it. That's been banned. It's outlawed in some states. Yeah, it looks In fact, I good. think that can get you out- of competition for a, a good 12 months mm-hmm. if you pull that out not too surprised. soon. Yeah. That and um, apparently the Golden Shower also not really appreciated in the Sex Olympics. Ah, right. Okay, mm. yeah. That's more of a post, post-show post work down? Yeah. Okay. Um, but look, you sometimes said in the modern Olympics, yeah. is it like a, it's like a secondary version? Mm. They stream that live. Oh, I love that. That's good. Yeah. I think it's when they when they – 
they go, oh, let's, you know, let's turn it up. Let's do something kooky from the, like, you know, the 80s. Woo! Or the 70s. Woo! It was the 60s. Anything goes. <laughs> you know, that sort of yeah. thing. So to bring it all down, mm. that's what happened. Yeah, but and once again, I'm, I understand they're given a scorecard, but I just, I'm like, just concerned that I don't think the, the universal judging, like I've been judged as an Aussie man, based on what Ivan did in 19, what, 72? Yeah, pretty much. Fuck. Yeah. Lift your game, Barnes. <laughs> Ivan, not truly. Look, like, I'm not the one that keeps this. I'm not a statistician. I'm not the guy that or keeps statistician. It's <laughs> just too many letters in the word. Yes. Um, I'm not the one that keeps these stats. It's not my responsibility. All I'm doing is using the numbers we've been given. Fair enough. I'm putting it forward mm. to say that Australians mm. aren't that high on the scale. Fuck. And now we've got through all that. I don't even know why we started talking about it. Well, the funny thing is that we're bringing up numbers because today is E Day. Uh, the 27th of January, which celebrates the mathematical constant E, which is a value of 2.718281818. It's celebrated on the 7th of February in countries that follow the month-day date format. It's because the first two digits of the date is 27. There you go. Um, I have no more on that. Now, I, I don't know what Euler's number is. Apparently it was from a Swiss, Swiss mathematician. And they're saying it's one of the most important numbers in mathematics, including zero and one and pi. Um, I like pi. It's mostly used in logarithms, exponential growth, and complex numbers. Oh, that's Maybe that's amazing. the formula that they use for the um, International Sex Olympics Committee. It's possible. They've got to get a formula from somewhere. Yeah. Baby formula's not going to do it. Anyway, all I'm saying, man, is trust the stats. Okay. But you were talking about men, Australian men not being... Well, what I thought, I thought we were all great roots, Well, to be honest. I'm not saying we're bad. Well, apparently the stats are. We're not as good as the others. But I want to be as good as the others. This is why we don't want to let our women go and meet men from other countries. That's why we should just- I think we're amazing. Put up a wall or stop the planes. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a Trump. Yeah. Just stop that shit. Mind you, we are a very large island, so we just have to stop boats and planes. True. What we'll do, we'll just take all the water out. Drain. No, because then they could walk. It's a long way. What, to Indonesia? I suppose I'd probably just jump on a camel. Like, if you're really up for a route, Indonesia's not that far a walk. Yeah, true. How do they rank, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Indonesian men. Not really sure on the Indonesia. I didn't really study them that mm. much, to be honest. But, yeah. Fair enough. There you go. Before we get any further, mm. I mentioned a couple of podcasts ago, or yes. should I say a couple of episodes ago. Yes. That I had ordered something for us. Oh, you did. I had ordered a gift. You said there was I, four. I have been. And I said I wasn't going to tell you what it so is. So waiting for this. And I was going to mention it and I thought, no, because that's just needy. <laughs> <laughs> I have been all a Twitter. And so, not- yeah. So, this is um this is something. It's, look, it's for you. It's for I. Mm. And it's for our listeners. Because mm. we love the roadies. And we try and incorporate them in where we can. We had live in the lounge. Yep, love live in the lounge. We got some roadies in live while we're recording. And I think uh, we'll do that again as well. I think so, yeah. It was fun. Not sure uh, we've got um, Celebrity Deadpool, which is incorporating oh, gang, the listeners. Gangbusters. Yeah, which by the time we actually, or you listen to this. It's over. It's over. 31st of Jan is gone. Well, submissions have finished. Yeah. Submissions um, have closed. Yeah, and then it's actually game on. Mm. So we have a, a little private Facebook group as well now with all those people in it. Yes. Or nearly all of them in it. Yes. So that way if someone does die somewhere. 
Send um, up a flag. Send up a flag and we can see whether someone's got any numbers. Which is great. And as we found out today, uh, a very famous person died, um, mm. which will date this podcast of when we did it. Uh, Kobe Bryant, American basketball player, NBA player, uh, passed away tragically in a helicopter accident, along with, I believe, seven other souls. Um, yeah, not on anyone's list. No. Which is a double disappointment, really. One, the world's lost someone who was really good at basketball. And, and a great human, from what oh, I, allegedly, from what I can yeah, I don't read know. online, yeah, and that wouldn't lie. No, never. It's like stats, <laughs> they don't lie. Um, so yes, he passed away, and no one had him on the list. So, yeah, so, um, also we had a uh, we had a python go he as did well. Have a python as well, who directed? He was not only a python; he was also the one that directed Life of Brian, I believe. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I think that was one of the things with Monty Python. What that I really love, because I've been watching, I think you and I have spoken about it, um, on Netflix, there's a special at the moment, they must have gotten the oh, rights yes. from the BBC, um, I can't remember his name, Rodie's, fuck, you're going to know this, I don't remember his name, he is the father out of Downton Abbey, so everyone who watches Downton will know that is. Is this our Python? No, this is the host okay, of the TV so show, which is called so. uh, Monty Python, The Best Bits, Mostly. And the thing that I love about this uh, thing, uh, the Monty Python best bits mostly, is they get international. Well, really, it's usually only one American or a Canadian and the rest are British um, celebrities to say which part of Monty Python they liked the most. And it was one of the things that I really loved is they did have a couple of Americans and one of them was Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. You may have heard of him. Um, He's had a couple of little bit roles, isn't he? Indie roles. Yeah. Yeah. Was he on Days of Our Lives or something? I think so. I think he... Well, it was probably Neighbours. And he was probably on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Yeah. Dallas, Dynasty. I think he did all of them. Um, He was 90210. Exactly. (laughs) Melrose Place. (laughs) 21 Jump Street. 21 Jump Street. (laughs) Alf. (laughs) He was Alf. He had a good show. He was actually the the guy who puppeteered Alf. Um, said that Monty Python for him were the Beatles of comedy. And that just, like, they're not even mine. And I fucking, I just thought that was brilliant that their reach had gone so far beyond the UK, not just to the colonies here in in Australia, but also to the Canadians and and all that. So um, he will be missed as well. We did lose a Python. And there was someone else that passed as well, but I can't remember who it was. Someone else just recently. Mm. Ah, Tolkien. Yes. We had this conversation, and I remember saying to you, I didn't even know the guy was actually still alive. No. And he said, well, I thought, you th- said, I thought he died like 100 years ago. Yes. Apparently not. Apparently it was his son. Oh. So it wasn't the Tolkien who wrote The Lord of the Rings after all. Who might have died 100 years well, ago. Yeah, not someone actually ago. said that it's his son, yeah. not the original. He's a wannabe Tolkien. A wannabe Tolkien. Yeah. It was a Tolkien gesture. Tolkien gesture, <laughs> yeah. So he wasn't even the real deal. No. So he wouldn't have counted for shit. No, well- Actually, he might have. He was probably still a celebrity for being- The son of a- Some coming from a celebrity. A little bit like me. Yeah. Coming from Ivan Barnes. <laughs> that made me famous. <laughs> Back in the days of telecom and spiral cord phones. Yeah, and bloody golf clubs. 35 cent, seven ounce beers. I love that. The TAB. Yep. 20 cent packet of Winnie oh, Reds. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> imagine being like in the 70s where smoking one- didn't hurt you. No. It was They cool. obviously changed them now because they never used to hurt you back then. No. They, and sometime in the 80s, they put cancer in them. Yeah. Idiots. It was like they were almost giving them away. I think you got them when you, like, when you put your uh, lunch order in at school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here, here's an apple. 
And here's your Winnie Reds. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that'll be Thrippin's Hapney. Thanks. <laughs> anyway. Gifts, 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 oh, gifts, gifts, right gifts, right gifts, right gifts, right. gifts, gifts. Are you going to move the mic I'll go and get the gift. Oh, okay. Just talk for a second. I just got to go and get it from the next room. All right. I, Rhodey's... I'm not... I'm not barred up, but I am quite excited. Just going to point out, I'm not getting naked. <laughs> oh, it's, I tell you what, we're fucking two weeks away from that, and I, just be honest, I am a little bit afraid that he might do the old birthday suit again, but you never know. We'll see what happens. It sounds like he's gone to the fridge. Interesting. Oh, he has. So, I'm going to just hide it. I'll close my eyes. How's, that's, that's easier. Can you, don't look at my feet. But I shan't. Well, I mean, I've got table here, and I, I promise you, I'll close my eyes. Close your eyes. What? Every now and then I get a little bit restless, and I see you coming round. Okay, you're right now? Because mm. we don't need more of that. <laughs> right. So, what I'm going to get to here is that uh, this gift, it came up, I saw it on Facebook. Mm. You don't need to, you can open your eyes now. Oh, sorry. okay. Because <laughs> you're not going to see it. You're going to look at me, so you're not yes. going to see what it is. Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Uh, saw it on Facebook, mm. and I thought that's something that Joe loves. Mm. And I thought this is something we can incorporate the roadies into as well. Mm. This would be a really nice thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. And, and I've I've ordered this thing at about one in the morning. You know, you're, you're up late. You can see mine's ticking over. All the best decisions are made at one in the yep. morning in bed. <laughs> Wake up in the morning, and I, you kind of have that recollection of oh, I don't know something. I went, oh, I ordered it, didn't I? <laughs> You bloody legend, Troy Barnes. <laughs> so I'm just going to show this to you. And look, I'll take a photo of these well, as well. Yes. Once we get there. But I'm just going to pass it to you. Ah. Oh, oh, oh. There's two car ones out of the four, but I'm just going to let you have a look at it. Oh. So explain to me what we've got here. Oh, shit, son, <laughs> mother trucker. You are the fucking shit. <laughs> explain what you've got there, Joe. So for, for anyone who has spent, oh, I don't know, a nanosecond with me, would know that my beverage of choice has been and probably will be until I get type 2 diabetes, um, a Coke. I fucking love you, Coke. You do love Coke. I've always loved Coke. You now, even here a while back, you gave up Coke for a while. It was a shit decision. Yeah. Um, I did well, I eased off. Because you were doing a lot. I was doing a shit yeah. ton of Coke. Lines, lines all the time. <laughs> I was like, I was like Al Pacino in whatever, <laughs> just doing blow everywhere. No. Say hello to my, my little, little friends. Friend. Um, fuck, this makes me so happy. So I love Coke. I love Coke. Um, and I did make a mistake once. I, I switched to the unleaded version, like a Coke Zero or whatever. Yeah. It was meant to taste the same as Coke. It does not. It doesn't taste anything It does like not. It. And here's another fucking tip, people. If you work in this food industry... Or if you work in the service industry and someone walks in and says, can I have a Coke? And you present them with a fucking Pepsi or a Schweppes <laughs> and they go, this doesn't taste like Coke. Oh, yeah, it's Pepsi. It's the same. It's not the fucking same. <laughs> it's not. You're asking for Coke. You're not asking for cola. Correct. It's very different. It's like if someone says to you, can I have a Bogues? And you go, no, I've got a 4X that's yep. the same thing. It's just not. Or, or if I'm after a Merlot and you give him a Shiraz. Yeah. Or, Jack, can you just fill my car up, mate? No, is that uh, diesel or unleaded? Oh, it doesn't, oh, it doesn't matter. matter. Same thing. Same thing. It's fuel. Yeah. yeah. It's just not. So, anyway. So, Mr. Troy, fuck your awesome Barnes. Title of your sex, eh? Thank you very much. <laughs> Actually, um, that's a good one. <laughs> has gone and purchased a four-pack of Coke. Yep. Nothing unusual there. They are a 330 mil. 
The beautiful um, glass bottle. Too. But once again, it is the beautiful glass bottle. Now, for those roadies who aren't in Australia, I think you'll find it might just be a localised thing that they've done. I actually don't know on that one. Uh, if not, let us know, roadies, for, for those of you who are abroad. Um, or even if you're overseas, doesn't matter whether you're male or female. Yes, yeah, so um, not sexist here at the South no South Boys. They are doing the promotion at the moment where you have a have a, share a coke with, and then they put random names on the label or yeah. on the can. If you so, go in the supermarket, you can rifle through all these things and, and try and find, find your name. And there are some weird ass names out there. There are there are a lot of uh, have a coke with old mate, have a coke with buddy, have a coke with bogan. Yeah, I started thinking Allah wishes the other day, like it was just a random one. It's just stupid. But I don't know how he's managed to do this. I think it might be something that you actually have to custom order. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Share a Coke with the roadies is what it says. Fuck, that's so good. That is so good. You have no idea how good that is. <laughs> so can I just point That's out that just when I was sitting awesome. there at 1.09 in the morning or whatever, mm. and I'm thinking, okay, I'm just going to order this. So it came up on the socials. So yes. you could actually jump on, you could order it, and you could put it in your text if you want. Couldn't do any sweary things. No, I would imagine that they're caveats around what you could yeah, write. Because it's still their brand they're applying it of to. Of course. So, yeah, and I reckon they have – like. So I know, uh, hashtag share a Coke, by the way, is the Coca-Cola thing. So we're just big Coke sponsorship. Um, yeah, sponsor us Coke. So I know that Not when Cola, you- Not Cola, Coke. Correct. Yeah. So I know that when you go to Disneyland, um, you can go to Disneyland and you can get the mousies and then you can have your name embroidered onto the Mickey Mouse hat. Oh, that's kind of cool. Which is great. But it has to be your name. It can't be anything else. And I was quite... You can't just write a dickhead on it. Exactly. You cannot write dickhead on it. Um, you might get away if you are, if you get a non-switched-on American with an Aussie slang. So you might, oh, yeah. get, you might yep. get bogan. You might get away with it if they don't know what they're talking about. Mm. But I think I even saw them look a couple of names up in the old Google machine to see whether or not someone was trying to put something past them. Um, and I got one for my sister. Now, my sister, um, who is Steph, her nickname from me is always Duda. Duda, Duda, Duda. Um, and I managed. Uh, solid. Yeah, yeah, it's solid. I managed to convince the person who was my server that that was her name. And so D O D A is what she got written. Duda. <laughs> Duda. That's actually pretty funny. Yeah, I thought so. Um, but it's the same with horse racing industry, it's the same with uh, all those sort of things. If you've got someone's brand on it, they do not want you to put boo-boo kitty fuck on there. No. No, you can't do it. So no sweary thing. So I reckon there's a real live person at Coca-Cola who's checking every single Initially, one of those. Um, I, I, I tested it. I put a couple of sweary things that said that you weren't allowed certain words. And you couldn't- What did you try? Well, you, could put, you could put something in and then you still had to go another step anyway. Right. So it's not like you could put it in and go, oh shit, it actually went through. Yes. Um, I, I, I tried. Fuck. Yes, of course, tried, everyone I tried, has. I tried dickhead. Yes. And I tried did a few Did you try knob jockey? No, I didn't. Well, there you go. Yeah, um, I believe I did try cockwomble. Oh. But because it had cock in it, because as soon as you put cock in play. it, it's stuffed. <laughs> but if you had a gun C-O-K, Womble, you might have got away with it. You might have got away with yeah. it. But, but from what I can gather, they then do give you a, a, a bit of documentation. Yes. That says, this now has to go through, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Um, and you'll receive a full authority of your wording via mm. mail, or you'll receive um, a, 
what an email saying that's not accepted. Yeah, yep. so uh, not an approval, a disapproval, a disapproval. Mm. Disapproval. Which is what bum, my bum. parents have been the old for many years. No <laughs> deal. Oh, wow, that got dark. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, essentially, there were two options. Yes, <laughs> I wanted to put the South Road boys on there. The South Road boys. Yes. Um, too many words. Share too many letters. Ah. Oh. Um, so they're okay. We can leave the the Lee off. We oh, South, share a code, share a code with, South, with South Road boys. Yeah, it's fine. Um, unfortunately, you couldn't put the S on. There's one too many letters. South Road boy. Yeah. So why didn't you just go SRB? Well, I thought about that too. Yes. Yep. I also thought about doing South with an STH and Road with an RD, but yeah. it didn't look right. If they had have done the ST with the capital S and then the T high. Yeah, no, you couldn't do that. Then that would have worked. Mm. I would have accepted, like, that would have been fine. But if it's yeah. lower T, you would have gone, Nyeh. yeah. it didn't work. So then I thought, you know what? It's not just about us. No. It's about the other people who enjoy what we do on this podcast. Exactly. So um, I thought it gives us a chance to share a Coke with the, with the roadies. roadies. I love that. Roadies, I, Troy and I are obviously going to have to speak off mic about what you're going to need to do to be able to earn yourself one of these. Oh, hello. Oh, we're not just fucking giving this shit away. No. This is this is I uh, this is a prize. Look, I think um I think we need we deserve one of those each. Okay. I agree. And I reckon yeah, okay, the next two or the, mm. the two that are remaining. Yes. Then we need to work out something. I do agree with that. That's mm. good. Because I'm thinking that we actually enjoy uh, oh, the one each. Just fucking awesome. And then we do the old thing where we find something that's similar colour and fill it up and just have it. And I reckon that becomes one of our little props every time we do the podcast. Oh, props out to the roadies. Mm. Share a Coke with the roadies. Fuck, this is awesome. <laughs> I knew you'd love it. So, this is why I didn't want to tell you what it was. I wanted oh, to, be able to just bring it in. Because when you told me there was four, I'm like, that's a lot. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I thought it was? <laughs> Elephants. No, surprisingly. No, really? Surprisingly, oh, I okay. didn't think it was elephants. I no. thought it was more like pandas. No. Um, and I thought, you don't have enough bank to be able to get us four of them. Maybe um, one. Probably, or, yeah, probably a small one. Or maybe Daryl, the work experience guy, yeah. dressed up as a panda. Or maybe, <laughs> look, I could probably get a poodle. You just put some black paint in spots. <laughs> you could probably afford yeah. a polar bear and just blackface it. Do you reckon? Here we go. Oh, <laughs> Joe Mather. I've just found a way that we can rescue the pandas. X. Oh, shit. Go for it. Tell me. What do we got? We need to breed the pandas with something else. Get a crossbreed panda that'll be more proficient in the mating. Oh, so like a Labradoodle. Like, like a Labrapandle. A Labrapanda. Why not? I'm not saying it has to be that, but like you've got the, the Poodles and the Labradors, and they yeah. made a Labradoodle. Now, initially people went, A, that's a fucking ugly dog. Yeah. B, that's a fucking stupid name. What about a Pabbit? A what? A Pabbit. A Pabbit. Yeah, a Panda Rabbit. Because oh, they fuck okay. like they, you wouldn't they believe. They do. <laughs> That's actually like, a great there's even idea. expression after them, like they have fuck like rabbits. Yeah, like because you really want to get the numbers up pretty imagine, quick. Imagine, imagine like <laughs> driving home of night after work. How cute would that animal be? By yeah. the way, just I'm just saying. But the sun started to go down. There's still yep. enough light around, and you suddenly see all these cross branded little pandas on the lawns everywhere, eating the grass. Oh, with their and the only they they've kind of got they hop. Like a rabbit, yeah, and they've got the ears like a rabbit, and, and, and they, but the colouring is all panda, yeah, and, they, and they're a bit fatter. Oh, they're a bit chubby, like the yeah. fat, chubby black and white rabbits, yep, that are the size of oh, probably a Labrador, 
Like they'd be about that big. Oh, they need to be bigger than so a rabbit. So they'd be halfway between. The only thing is, what sort of lube are you going to get to be able to have a panda be fucked by a rabbit? Because <laughs> that, I think that convenes the International Sex Olympics Committee. Nah, look, it's, it's, it's going to take a lot of vodka. <laughs> Well, because you get well, you're going to have to get a male and rabbit. A lot of Viagra. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, we well, just want that rabbit to keep going. What? We might even actually. Could you imagine the poor duct rabbit? Duct tape the rabbit on the back of the panda. Yes. Feed it Viagra <laughs> intravenously. Yes. So it's just got this hard little rabbit cock <laughs> yeah. going, and a rabbit doesn't know anything else but to fuck. <laughs> exactly. Right? And if it's there and it's ready to go and, yes. it's, and it's taped on. It's just going to keep jacking home. Just jackrabbit. <laughs> Jack, over and over again. Jackrabbit. Bang, 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 bang. Do you start with a hair then? Maybe a big fuck off jackrabbit so you can work your way down to the cuteness? Because you're going to need some sort of scaffolding, at least, to be able to. to be able, well, you've got to get the rabbit up no, to the right height. No, I'm saying we're taping the rabbit on. Okay. Like a saddle. <laughs> Do you think. So but well, a saddle not on top. Yeah. A saddle from the back. I hear you. Yeah. Um,. I suppose it does make sense that the panda is the one carrying the offspring. Because if you try and get a fucking female rabbit to carry to term something that's three times its size, yeah. that's going to split it in half. Yeah, no, rabbit's not going to be happy. <laughs> rabbit's not going to be happy no. at all. Or maybe we just do away with the natural order of things and we just do a bit of science. Really? Yeah, a bit of IVF. Okay. So we get the jizz from either a panda and or rabbit. Yep, okay. Right. An egg from and or panda or rabbit. Yep. And insert it and have some sort of surrogate with something that's known to be really like stable, like a stable womb <laughs> that could pump out an animal that size. Maybe a Labrador. I think maybe what we need also in this hmm. is maybe some scientists who know what they're doing. No, they're going to fuck that shit up. Okay, right. <laughs> they are going to come in with, oh, it's, it's a crimes against humanity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, PC. Yeah, you can't do that. It's <sighs> What we need to do is go to Russia because I reckon they would be down with Get that away shit. with anything over there. Fuck. And you imagine how much you charge to anyone around the world. Do you want to buy this cute little lovable... If we can, and get- the good thing is too, their scientists are pretty free at the moment because they got fucked over with the sports committee. Exactly, so they can't compete at the moment. Do you know how much money we would make? Imagine how cute that animal's going to be. Then turn it up to ten because it's really super cute. Yeah, and then make that domestically available that people could have to ho- have in their own home. Not only that, I want to have it for we're Christmas. Gonna, we're going to have a lot of these. Well, I hope so. We. Might also be able to market their meat as steaks. Pabbit steak. Pabbit steak. <laughs> See, we've just made it up, up a whole new it's food It's probably going to be like uh, roux or venison or something. Or do you, when, but, um, when it's Chinese. great for you. <laughs> <laughs> great for cholesterol. Yeah, awesome. Yep. It's a lean it's meat. gluten-free. Yeah, that tastes like Chinese. Everyone loves Chinese. Fantastic, though. We've got that nailed. Easy peasy trademark South Road Boys. Mm. Um, but back on your gift, that is absolutely awesome. I love I it. I like really, it. I truly do. I think that is absolute genius. Um, which is interesting. Yes, you'll find out in a couple of weeks why that's interesting. <laughs> we're gonna have to, yeah, we have to come up with something. 
something. We'll come up with some sort of shenanigans. Yeah. Um, for two roadies. That'll be um yeah. Mm. That'll be the treat. Cool. Why not? Now, tell me, Mr. Barnes, you've been all Albie Mangles. I actually have. And look, this is this podcast is actually a first for me. <laughs> uh, we're uh, to episode one hundred and eighteen, okay. mate. Something that's happening in this podcast, or leading up to the podcast, yes, is a first for me. Okay, hit me. Sort of reworded it. Yeah, true. This is the first time that we've actually recorded a podcast in which I haven't listened to the previous podcast since we recorded it. No. First time ever. First time ever we recorded a podcast and it went live and you didn't touch yeah, it. Yeah, because I've been away without any kind of phone reception or anything for a few days. Off in the wilderness. By the time the editing come back that you're done, I mm. was gone and I didn't get back till today. And of course, I had to go to where the morning. Yes. Don't let the team down. No. Um, and I actually haven't listened to it yet. No. Which is kind of weird. Is it? Because one of the exciting parts of my weekend. Yes, on a Sunday is afternoon. to the podcast that did a little description. Yes. Before it releases on a Monday. So I had to do the description. So, Roadies, if it was a bit shit. I thought it was all right. For um, Double Dickin. <laughs> um, it's a great title. I thought so. I, I did I did angle over that one for a while. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, the reason why it's called that is because we're silly young boys. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But that's what this is. This is you and I at 15, just older. <laughs> and yeah, the same conversation. Pretty much. <laughs> but yes, no, I did the campy thing. Yes. So, so there's a funny story to go along with the camping. So Go. I would have had a conversation with you on this very podcast mm. a few months back. Mm. I said I did a bit of a, a find myself mission. I went to St. Helens. Yep. Caught up with um the Fred Barnes Shields in the golf club and all that oh, kind of thing. Went to the- Remember Fairway Freddie. Fairway Freddie, yeah. Went to the um <laughs> to the golf club, did that. Went to the cemetery and made sure that the, that we really the did. gravestones were all good and they were still there. Yep. yep. So we don't have the walking dead with that <laughs> no shit. No one dug them up. Jesus. Um, but on the way, I thought I'd go to the place as a child mm. that we went for our holidays, our main school holidays. So six to eight weeks, we went every year when we lived in Launceston. Mm. We went to a place called Beachford. You went for that long? Yeah. We were for the entire holiday period. Motherfucker. So we basically went with um the big old canvas tents, you know, the ones that oh. were like a room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we had two of those together with the big Shh. poles and ropes. And annex in the middle? Like a fucking circus tent they are, basically. <laughs> They're so thick and- Yeah, yeah. That would have been an ass of a thing to put up. Yeah, it was um, Ivan's job. But I like there's photos of me basically in a in a plastic container having a bath at like I when I was that. probably two. Yep. So this is going way back that we went to this place. So, and so was it one tent for the kids, one tent for Mill and Ivan? Um or a I sex tent be- no, as otherwise No, I believe done. so. <laughs> or yeah. one was a dining room, one was the bedroom. But you had the whole thing. Like you had the little, um, like the trays or the plastic containers do your washing up. And, <sighs> you know, and out there was another little bloody um, plastic drop tent thing at the back. There was your shower and you used to have to pump it with your foot for the water to go up to give you a shower. I mean, we're what? talking modern stuff this back is- then. None of this makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so we did that and we used to go, so we'd go and set up. Um, Dad, this is back in the days of the uh, Olympic scorecards. Mm. Um, so Dad would, was working for Telecom. Mm. Uh, he would knock off work, I believe, on the Friday, Three and he, he would come <laughs> and join us in Beechford, which is about forty-five minutes from Launceston. Oh, yes, yeah, so about it's... probably fifteen minutes from Georgetown. So during the week, it was you and the girls. Yeah, it was me, the girls, and Mum. Yeah. yeah. So um, and then he'd go back. You know, Monday morning. I'm mm. certain there were times when he would come up of a night after work, perhaps. Of course he would. Would have been daylight savings. You know, he's not, he's not going to go that long without getting a bit of action with <laughs> well, Merle. And the thing is, you've got to keep your eye in. You're no, not, that, that, that Olympic medal is not going to win itself. You've got to keep in training. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so we did that all the time. So a lot of my 
most memorable childhood memories, all mm. those little snippets you get of things you do, come from that period. Wow. So when I went to the St. Helens trip, I thought I'll slip through there, mm. go and have a look and just see if I can see our camping ground and have a bit of a look and just take it in. Found that. Went did it have a, the Barnes plaque? No, it didn't. It did, no, it didn't, surprisingly. <laughs> but um, on this trip, we did call it the Barnes Nook. The Nook. Yeah, oh, I, I thought that. it was nice. Uh, but I went in there, went for a swim, all the rest, and I was there having a swim thinking, wow, I haven't been here and swum at this beach for over three decades. Now, did you have was it a was it a camping area or was it just like you and the barns? No, it was a troop. camping area. You didn't just pull up on the side of the road and just go, "This is where we're staying." No, no, huge okay. camping area. Right, and there were heaps of other people that camped there too. So we had lots of friends there at that stage. Oh, it was a big and we also swingers knew, club. Yeah, we also used to hang out with the residents. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah because, I don't know back then. Maybe anything's possible. <laughs> it was the seventies. <laughs> So, uh, when did the little visit a while back? Yep. Was there having a swim and thought, this would be great. And I had the thought then of how cool would it be just to come back for and just do a little camp and just stay there again. And, in the barns nook? And, yeah, and wander around and basically explore the place and see what other little memories kind of kick back in and, mm. and that kind of stuff. So, uh, at Christmas time, when we got the family together, I mm. mentioned that I'd done that trip and, and the sisters kind of said, oh, what's it like? I said, well, it's pretty much the same. It's just a few areas are overgrown. The sand dunes are all kind of obviously shifted and, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's still reasonably well looked after for an area that's not a paying campsite. Oh, so it's now free. So, yeah. So it's a, well, I don't know whether we actually paid for it even back then. Oh, so it um, was just to pull up and that's where you go. It so was, it wasn't- but, it, but it, was a, it was a camping area though. But did it, does it have an ablution? I think that's the well, word. Well, there's, there's some public toilets in that there. No showers, so, though? No showers. No. Okay, so it's not something you probably would pay for. It's just a... Yeah, I don't know. Once again, back then, you're a kid. You don't know these things. Um, so, it's for a and I said, yeah, it'd be real cool. I said, I'm thinking of going back there at some stage. And that was it. Mm. So I thought, I went and did the little swag trip before that we spoke about. Yes. I decided to get a bigger swag. So that one was a bit small. Got a bit claustrophobic. It's just like, oh, I'm not really liking that. Mm. And I thought, okay, Australia Day weekend, long weekend, no plans. That's a perfect time for me to get the new bigger double swag. Mm -hmm. It's got a porny title. Mm. It's the Big Daddy Deluxe. Isn't it ever? So porny. So got that. Uh, Even bought some roof racks to put on the car. Nice swag on top. Because, yeah, it's not one that just folds up nice and neat. It's like 1.5 meters long. Yeah. It's like a rolled rug. Mm. So. Uh, as I, was leading, I thought it was a body when I first saw it. So. <laughs> as I was leading up to this little trip, I thought, you know what? I should actually message my sister Shelly. Shell girl. And say, I'm going to beach for a couple of nights because she's got a little caravan now. She can just, it's only, she didn't pay a lot for it, but it's one where if she wants to get the dog and head off just for one night, mm-hmm. go camp by a river, she can do that. Then she can come back and train horses the next day. Is it like a little teardrop camper or is it like a um, proper caravan? No, it's a proper old style caravan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a pretty cool little beast of a thing. Mm. Um, and I'm, but then the weather was looking crap. I thought, like, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to end up going. Because if you just go on with a swag and you want to have a bit of a look around, mm. if it's pouring with rain, that's Drive not home. fun. Yeah. So I thought I won't mention it. Anyway, on uh, Wednesday, I get a phone call from Shelley, my sister. Oh. And uh, I didn't answer it. I was in a meeting. I just swiped it out. I thought, <laughs> oh, I thought I'll ring no. you back. You ghosted yeah. Shell. So she left a message. Yes. Uh, but I didn't really thought I just rang her straight back when mm. I got a chance. And that went through the message bank as well. Oh, so then I decided to come back and yeah. listen to the message. And I get a, hey, brother, guess where I'm going this weekend? Beachford. What? And I've gone, fuck off. So I've then rang it back again. It's gone through. I said, I got your message. I said, you're going to Beachford? He said, yeah. Mm. I said, guess where I'm going this weekend? <laughs> 
Beach, beach food. food. And she's gone, really? No. <laughs> Let's make sure we don't see each other. <laughs> so she was going with um a couple that she knows really well that's been friends with for ages. Yeah, baby. They do a few camping bits and pieces together. Okay, yep. <laughs> that's got weird. Uh, and she said, yeah, we're going to go like Saturday lunchtime, stay Saturday, Sunday night. Well, I was going to leave Saturday morning, stay mm. Saturday, Sunday night. It was just meant to freaking be. It really was. So we turned up and, um, and we basically – I – Got there earlier. You got to the Barnes Nook. Um, and I actually found the same camping spot, mm. exactly the same spot we had before. But I turned up and there's vans and shit everywhere. Oh, it's, it's actually not a like a, a big cricket ground sort of area there too. And it's obviously mm. all camping area there as well. Yeah. But um, there's signs on the wind saying Australia Day Barbecue Beachford 11 till 6. Oh, fuck me. And I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, there's this huge big camp van there that the joke all weekend was that there was a band that was going to play. Yes. And it was possibly Bong Jovi. That's how big <laughs> That's this shit was. Yeah, okay. <laughs> So um, they weren't there though. No, no. I thought it might have been the uh, the comeback for Richie Sambor. He joined the band again. Yeah, maybe Tasmania didn't happen. <laughs> it's the place to play it. But we um we went for a wander around. We went for a couple of swims. Yeah, was that? Was- uh, when was the last time you actually like? Oh no, because Christmas. I was about to say when was the last time you had a sleepover with Shell? Yeah, we don't then- normally do that stuff. We get along really well. All my family and I do. Yeah, yeah, but, um, but we don't normally. We don't, yeah, we don't normally hang out together like that. No. That kind of thing. But it was cool. So they had, um, she had a, her little caravan. Mm-hmm. They had their little pop-up kind of van on the trailer, and they had two kids as well. So they had um, Brock and Kai, who were 14 and 7. Okay, yeah. Um, really cool kids. They had their bikes as well. So I had the bike, and Shelly had her bike too. So we're in for a oh, ride around. Bloody and hell. Went swimming, and they had some kayaks. So they had a bit of kayaking in the lagoon. And and we happened to walk around. There was a little, when you go across the, uh, a little river part, the river actually, well, didn't meet the the Bass Strait when we were there, mm. doesn't do it very often now. The sand's built up so much that it's now a separate entity. Right. But apparently when it's a winter and the tide gets really up and it's rough, it will mm. actually wash it out a little bit. But over on the other side of that, you used to have to go across this bit of a river mm. when the tide was down. And there's a little hut right, over on the other side. And I always remember Dad actually going over this hut and he'd have a <laughs> beer with this, this mate there and we used oh, to is, go with is him. Is that and- what he did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It, there was no dark shenanigans that went on at Beachford back in the oh, day. Oh, it doesn't surprise. <laughs> I, I just it oh, sounds Ivan. shifty. Oh, Ivan! So we, I'm, um, I'm going to that. Shelley said, "He said, do you reckon it's the same people that still live in that little hut? And it'd been done up a little bit now. Yes, bit of corrugated iron on it, was sharpened it up. Oh, hello. I'm going. Surely not. I mean, that was 35 years ago. And she's gone. It's Shelley, and yes, I do still believe yes. that's the case. <laughs> so there was a couple sitting out the front. I looked at them and I thought they're probably 400. You know, they would be younger than mum and dad. Okay. Something that's obviously not was the, not who was there before. So well, Shirley said, "Let's walk up anyway and just say good day and just was it you their know, kids." The um, and bugger me, it was his dad's place. So it's been in the family for fifty odd years yeah. apparently. And um, yeah, so it was. It was the kids, and it was the, it was the son. So wow, yeah. And you went. My dad used to come up here, and we don't know what happened. What happens in the hut stays in the hut. <laughs> yeah, tell me what, <laughs> what happens yeah. in the hut. But um, but yeah, it was just it was really really cool. Like nice, it, just even that little bit, you know. And we kind of said, oh yeah, when we used to be here, the river used to meet the sea, and then and they explained that you know that's what happens. It doesn't happen as much now, mm-hmm. and all the rest. And they said that you know this is Dad's blah blah blah, and it was just it was a cool little trip. I must admit, cool. And um, and now that the Panthers got like roof racks on, and I got the Weber in the back, and the bike goes on the back, and the Bloody swag is on the hell. top. And, I look as though I know what I'm doing. You are the Albie Mangles of yeah, Tasmania. It's just like, I don't know how it happened. But this is the difference. My my partner I was with before, mm. um, she wasn't into camping whatsoever. I get that. Um, like I so, fully you're understand that. You don't oh. like it. Whereas I, because I grew up as a kid camping, mm. um, and now I'm just trying to, I don't know, just 
get out and about and change my circles of people a little bit, mm-hmm. meet different people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I'm actually quite enjoying it. It's kind of cool. Next year you'll be fishing. Yeah, I don't even fish for a long time, but pff, anything's possible. Yeah, I'm not going to have you show me how to fish, though. You know why you're not going to have show me how to fish? Because you don't catch nothing. We went fishing again on Australia oh, Day. Oh, shit. Did you catch something? Well. Joe Mather. Joe Mather. <laughs> so, for those roadies who have not been paying attention. Don't bait me. <laughs> and then not follow through. Get your hook, line, and sink it with this one. So, roadies, if you have not been following the fishing escapades of the Mather household, uh, my son, when we moved from the mainland, to the subtropical island paradise that is Tasmania. Uh, all my son really wanted to do... Subtropical paradise. Sub-tropi- it's not quite tropical. Yeah, it's no, subtropical. That's no, good. Um, wanted to do is he wanted to go fishing. He's always wanted to go fishing, apparently. Yep. And I've always gone, well, go and ask your mother. Because it's just... Fucking- <laughs> Sounds like a sitcom. Exactly. Go, go ask, ask your mother. mother. Um, but I said, no, that's fine, boy. And so I think it was for his birthday, which is an April boy. We'll get you a fishing rod. And so we did. Loved it. Absolutely fucking loved it, right? We've been fishing multiple times uh, at the local river. Um, yep. Or, sorry, the, the ocean side of the river. So not the, the freshwater part. The There's a very technical reason why I'm saying this. Because where we were fishing, you don't require a fishing license. Okay, right. If we had have been on the other side of the railway bridge, yep. that would be considered freshwater. And in Tasmania, you require a fishing right. license for that. So Recreational fishing license. Correct. We have not got one because we don't need one. And then in November, my wife... And I found out how to become uh, a part of a junior anglers club. Basically, I'm sorry, but you and your wife decided you, you seem a little bit old for a junior anglers club. No, we found out how to become a part of one so our children oh, right. could attend. Yeah, that makes far more sense. It does. Yeah. So we went to this thing. Um, I think it's called Fromberg's Dam. Okay. Uh, for those playing at home, it's in Olveston. And basically what it is, it's a little dam, and I reckon it would probably be, I don't know, 150 metres long, maybe about 50 metres wide. Yep. About that. and they, Nice little workable dam. Workable dam. And once a month, at the, the last Sunday of the month, every month, um, from August to I think it's April, they do junior anglers. So what they do is they go to a fish farm, and they buy 150 fish from them, trout, and then they take them and they put them in the fucking dam so that you rock up with your kid, you pay your fee. I think it's $15 for the full year. Yep. You can go as many times as they have events, and you just catch fish. Now, it is supposed to be, like well, last time we were there, it really was, people were holding buckets beside the water and saying... In you get, and fish were just <laughs> jumping into the bucket. Uh-huh. Like, it really was that easy. Okay. We were there for two hours and didn't catch a thing. To the point where we even had one of the volunteers yep. help us. He also didn't catch a thing, and this man's been fishing for 60 years. <laughs> he was a surprise. We were not. Yep. So, Australia Day rolls around. Right, I'm Now, excited. I have, I work with people who are, I wouldn't say professional anglers, but very proficient amateurs, to the point where one of my uh, work colleagues is a member of a local fishing club and has just won his fishing club's Fisher of the Year. Well done, fisherman. They they do it over like three or four or five weekends. They go away, and whoever catches the largest fish and the most fish 
average wins the title. Yeah, and it's he's a, won it's that. a running scale. It's a running scale. Oh, nice. I like that. Um, and he's picked up that honour. So I said to him, go for a fish with the boy. We really don't want the debacle of what happened last time when we go to the dam. Please, Obi-Wan. Please, Obi-Wan, your money. Because I tell you what, I'm going to give you the good oil. I said, I don't care what you need to use. Just tell me how to catch. He goes, wattle grubs. I've gone, what? He's gone, wattle grubs. So for those people who don't live in Australia, we have a tree called the wattles tree. And then there are grubs that live in this tree. It looks like a bit like a witchy grub. Yeah. And if you don't know what that looks like, Google it. <laughs> Google it, yeah. Um, they sell them at the local servo for $4.50 each. Which I, each? Each. Because apparently- You can really buy a fish for that. You, with chips <laughs> and salad. Um, but apparently, though, the, the process of how the wattle grub is made by whatever moth- the wattle moth or whatever it is. It fucking takes a couple of years. It's a little bit like on a rabbit and a panda fuck each other. Exactly. Yeah. So it's the, they're not an easy thing to find, and those people who do farm them or find them, I think they're actually only found in nature as well. Like, you can't farm them. Oh, so There's that business venture gone. Well, exactly. Well, mm. apparently, he went to the point of contacting an anthropologist at the Melbourne Zoo to say, how do I, you know breed these how do i make them he goes i bet you're a trout fisherman aren't you he goes yes not the first time i've received this phone call so anyway i went and bought two wattle grubs i went to bcf people that on the card fucking earth i did remortgage the house um i went and got specific hooks which are designed to hold a wattle grub on the hook better right they've got little barbs on the back of the hook as well as the one that goes into the fish little fuckers not going anywhere no and I, I spoke to the guy at BCF, and he told me how to just put a little loop of cotton around and it. Seriously, if I'm paying $4.50 for those suckers, I'm super glowing them <laughs> Exactly. I thought about it. Um, Duct tape. <laughs> exactly. Now, when we fished last time, we used worms, mm-hmm. um, and we also used lures, and yep. we also used power bait, which is a man-made product, which looks like Play-Doh. Like catnip, is it? Fucking like catnip to trout, except for when we use it. I even found out from my colleague at work, you get a little bit of um, cotton wool and you put the power bait on that and it stays on your hook longer. Okay. I'm like, ah, oh, very handy. Right. So we go on Australia Day. Yep. The horn sounds at 10 o'clock. Sounds like something out of Game of Thrones. Now, if you get the first fish of the day, there's a prize. Oh. Oh. If you get the first fish of the day, there's a prize. Oh. And the biggest fish of the day wins a brand new Jarvis Walker fishing rod and reel set. Oh, Joe made I know. Did you win that? So I took two rods and two children. Yep. One, we used a wattle grub. This shit's building up. I know. Threw the wattle grub in there. Yep. Going, it's just a matter of seconds. Hopefully on the hook. It's pretty much there. And then Jake went, no, no, I want to use a lure and do a bit of spinning. Because he's really good at casting. Okay. And I went, when I went to BCF, I got a specific lure. He goes, fucking trout love this one. This is the color scheme that they really like. They'll love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I've gone, brilliant. I'll have that. And obviously, from a boy's point of view, he's singing, I put it out. I bring it in, I put it out. So he's doing something. And that's where, how you keep them entertained. Yep. Like you give them something to do. Because I'm telling you, casting out bait and just sitting there waiting, not the most funnest activity when you've got no. two children under 10. My daughter brought a book, which yep. is very smart. How to teach my dad to fish. Exactly. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> how to teach your dad to fish. <laughs> the Joe May the story. <laughs> um, so we were there with, at one point my daughter counted because she was bored, 
53 other people. Yep. Parents and all that kind of stuff. One machine going to take all of them out. That's all you needed. <laughs> now, it's supposed to be fishing from 10 till 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I took chairs, which was very smart. At 1 o'clock, we decided that we'd had enough fishing. Like, we'd caught our fill. How many? So, the total that was caught at the dam yep. was the same amount as our total. Not So, you won. One, not one fish. <laughs> No one caught a fish. So not only have we not got even the kiss with the grub, not not with the uh, bloody wattle grub, not with the lure, not with the power bait, not with even fucking worms. So now, not only are you not catching fish, you're making it yeah. so no, no one, one catches, catches any fish. fish. We are the kiss of death on fishing. Pretty much, we need to stop Joseph fishing. Yeah, no, I cannot believe. It. No one can believe. Like the woman goes, "This is unheard of in the history of this fishing club. We have never had a fishing day." Where no one has caught a fish. I've gone, walking my world. I said, all we wanted was one. We don't care. She goes, oh, but you know, you'll get one next time. No, we fucking won't, Do you actually. someone forgot to put the fish in? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think they'd restocked it since last time. So last time they'd put 150 fish in. Yep. Right? And they said they probably had 50 or 60 caught. So that's giving us a ballpark of, you know, 90 fish left. Fuck. Still didn't catch a fish. No. So 23rd of February will be our next update. That's amazing. I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> Fuck, that's hilarious. What else have you got? Mate, um, I'm pretty much... Um, Thoughtful Tribe was going to make an appearance. Oh, really? I uh, got a bit disappointed, a bit sad. Why? Oh, he thought Ben Australia, they give it all these awards. He thought mm. he does a lot for this country. And he thought Order he of Australia. Got, Order of Australia, but got nothing. So he's... um. Is he's, that because he's a foreigner? He's not really associated with anyone in particular. Well, that's what I was thinking. Because he's a man of the world and not a man of Australia, that's why they gave yeah, him the, the overlook. He still thought he'd done enough. Or did he just not care? Because like, he doesn't need the awards and the accolades. He doesn't, but what it does, it it, it kind of brings a few followers along that may be outside his normal circle and he gets to help the world at a, a broader spectrum. So basically, he, one, didn't get an award and found himself in Canberra. Yeah, on Australia Day weekend, that's not winning no, either then, way you look he had at it. A bit of a silk, and I think he's found a cave somewhere. <laughs> just to masturbate furiously. He's, he's dug a hole under all the room and it's just gone, fuck, fuck that Australia. shit. Mm. So he's not happy, so he's not around this week. But um, look, he'll be back. He might be back next week. Mm. Um, but look, just kind of, he's a moody, moody person. Moody boo. All right. Mm. So, Roadies, Troy and I are going to uh, have a Coke with the Roadies or with each other, and then yeah. we'll find a way that we can share this with the Roadies. Um, don't forget. Oh, Celebrity Deadpool's closed. That's uh, it. When you hear, listen to this, um, Celebrity Deadpool is in full swing. Mm, so um, we now have, we've actually had, um, uh, who have we got? Uh, Janine and Ali have actually sent through lists while we've done this podcast. Nice. So we're now up to 28. Oh, fantastic. So, so we're hoping to get another two more. That'd be fantastic. Um, go to our website, southroadboys.com, if you want to see the full list of all the celebrities that we have on the Deadpool list. Yeah, we'll actually upload that. Um, it's a big list. It is a I big list. I reckon by the time I upload these, I reckon we will top 300 celebrities. Fantastic. And I, I don't mean we'll top them, as in we're, no, we're, we're not going to kill once them again, ourselves. again, that contradicts one of the bylaws. Yeah. And we will reiterate, it is the responsibility of the roadie to announce the death. Oh, please do. Because otherwise we're going to miss it, and we want to be able to celebrate or commiserate the death of a celebrity. Yeah, exactly right. Mm. Anyway, on that, I am Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are.